Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to episode 244 of the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns. And this week, I'm flying solo. I am all by myself. So I'm actually thinking of that pathetic 70s schmaltz song right now as I record. But stay with me on this episode because I'm going to be teaching you some stuff and giving you a preview of the talk that I'll be giving at Traffic and Conversion Summit, which is coming up at the end of this month. And if you don't have your tickets by now, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's only the best, most fun, most exciting, coolest digital marketing, (laughs) marketing in general convention that there is on the planet. And it is on March 31st of this month going through the second. And uh, don't miss it. Go over to digitalmarketer.com and you will actually see links everywhere. If you're on their list, chances are you're probably getting an email a day or maybe four or five a day uh, every single day in order to uh, prompt you to come to this conference because it really is worth it. It's in San Diego, California at the San Diego Convention Center. I was just there this past week for social media marketing world. And I love social media marketing world. I absolutely do. But I'm a digital marketer guy. And the conference for a digital marketer, it just absolutely kicks ass. So uh, definitely get your tickets. It's so worth it. Like I said, San Diego, San Diego Convention Center, March 31st through April 2nd. And if you don't find a link at digitalmarketer.com, definitely head over to trafficandconversionsummit.com, the world's longest URL for the coolest conference on the planet. And I can't wait to see you there. I'll be speaking on day two, I believe. And this is a closely guarded secret, but word is that I'll be sharing the stage with none other than the Terminator himself, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's pretty cool. My kids are actually pretty excited about that. They'd rather see him talk than they would see me talk, but that's okay. He is awesome. The former governor, but always will be the Terminator. And I just actually saw for the ninth time, I believe it was total recall this past weekend. So anyway, make sure that you you get your Schwarzenegger on in preparation for Traffic and Conversion Summit, and he's going to be doing a keynote talk. Not exactly sure what day, but definitely worth it, as well as some great talks about a lot of the stuff that we talk about here in the podcast, as well as all the things that you learn through Digital Marketer and many, many new speakers this year. So definitely check it out, and I'll see you there. So this week, I'm actually going to be talking about the 
presentation that I'll be doing at Traffic and Conversion Summit. And the name of the presentation is, it's changed a few times because our results have actually changed a few times on this campaign. And this is actually about a customer of ours that's been with us for quite some time. It's a case study. And the name of the talk is actually going to be on how tier 11, 22X'd, 22X'd an e-commerce business Facebook ad spend while 6Xing ROAS. And we did this over the course of about 18 months. It was sort of up and down, but the last nine months are the ones that I'm going to be going through in my talk and showing you exactly how we did it, how we turned this thing around. Facebook success is not a straight and narrow path, ladies and gentlemen. It is not point A to point B. And if anybody tells you that it is, they're absolutely full of crap. We had a lot of challenges with this customer and still will continue to have challenges getting them the results that they're looking for. When you're spending upwards of over a million dollars a month in Facebook and Instagram ad spend. And, you know, for some customers, that's actually a small ad spend. This, These guys, this is a big ad spend. They're going to be a $100 million company this year, largely based on the success that they have had on social media advertising. Facebook obviously being one of them, YouTube being another. Those two platforms together, Facebook and Google, you combine them both, guys. I mean, you've got the internet covered and I don't know as if you need a whole lot more as far as platforms go on digital. Obviously, there are other places to go. You know, we're looking at Snapchat and we've done Pinterest ads and LinkedIn is always interesting. But hey, you know, the numbers came out for Facebook in their last quarterly earnings report and Facebook continues to grow. Can you believe that they have 2.89 billion monthly active people on their platforms. That is a staggering number. That's, I believe, one-sixth of the planet's population. <laughs> it's crazy. So 2.89 billion. And looking at some of these numbers here from their earnings report, they just continue to crush. I mean, they're not growing at triple digits per year like they were in 2014, 2015, 2016, a lot of people call that the golden age of Facebook advertising. I actually think of the 2010 and 2011 as the golden age of Facebook advertising because that's when I started on this platform way, way back when, when it was just right-hand rail or right-hand column ads, which are part of all the individual placements that you get now on Facebook. So obviously, Facebook is a very important traffic source for a lot of businesses. It's obviously it's an important traffic source for us as a high volume Facebook and Instagram advertising agency. We're going to spend over a hundred million dollars in Facebook and Instagram ads this coming year. We spent about 83 million last year and about 60 million the year before that. So that's a lot of spend. So we fortunately have the spend to back it up so that we can talk to you in an educated way about the things that we're doing here inside tier 11, as well as the types of results that Molly is getting with her millions in ad spend as well. So exciting things still happening on Facebook. Don't be daunted by the fact that yes, this is a political, this is an election year. Everybody's going to be on there mucking up the news feed and taking away your inventory. Well, that is true. But if you actually look at uh, now that Michael Bloomberg is out of the race, but he's still going to apparently going to 
continue to spend on social, even though he's out of the presidential race, that political ads will contribute less than 0.5% of the total Facebook ad spend in 2020. That is the projection. That's how things are looking right now. That could obviously change. Even if it doubles, it's still only 1%. That's a very significant sum. Don't get me wrong. The point is, is that don't be intimidated by the fact that you got these big brands, big war chests for a lot of politicians vying for office. Don't let that scare you away because the platform still is totally kick-ass and it's one that we love to talk about here on Perpetual Traffic. So let's get right into this talk here. And obviously, when you see me live at TNC, you'll get these slides and actually hand these out to people just by giving out my email. Well, we won't give them out on today's show, but definitely as an incentive for you to come to TNC and obviously see me live, I would love to uh, be able to give you these so that you can start using some of the strategies and techniques that we used in this presentation in your business as soon as possible. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. And I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cool. So how exactly did we 22X an e-commerce business Facebook ad spend while 6Xing their return on ad spend? That is increasing their ad spend 22 times and while increasing their return on ad spend by a factor of six. Those are pretty large numbers. Now, what I'd like you to keep in mind as I'm going through here is the numbers that I'm talking about are not like 1000% ROI or 10x return on ad spend, like these crazy numbers. Most of the companies that we work with understand that, yes, as you spend more, return on ad spend is an inverse relationship to spend. Meaning, if you are spending $100,000 a month at a three times return on ad spend, put in a dollar, put in $100,000 in this case, make $300,000 back in website purchase conversion value or purchase conversion value, 
As you scale up to a million, you can't typically expect 3x return. So as you scale, it's an inverse relationship with return on ad spend. So go from $100,000 a month, which we did do with these guys. And as we were approaching upwards of a million, we wanted to scale because what did happen is that the ROAS, the return on ad spend, did decrease over time. It was still healthy. But in net dollars, they're actually making more in dollars. And that's a key ingredient. It's something you need to wrap your head around. And we did an episode way back in episode 106, if you can believe that. It's over 100 plus episodes ago where we actually talked about this very thing. So what you need to do is think about it this way, okay? So if you are spending $100,000 a month on ads and you're getting a 3x return and you work with an agency and say, all right, let's just scale that sucker at 3x. Well, as you scale, as you go up to, let's say a million in spend, chances are you're probably not gonna get that 3x return. So do this math in your head. So $100,000 in ad spend, okay, at a three times return on ad spend is $300,000, right? But as you scale, like I said, there is an inverse relationship between scale and return on ad spend. So it's reasonable to expect that at a million dollars in ad spend, you will probably make a 2x return on ad spend. So just basic figures here. These are things, this is the reality of how things work on Facebook. And this is probably true on any other paid media as well. But think about it this way. Okay, at 100,000, at 3x, I'm making 200,000 in profit. All things being equal, obviously you have cost of goods sold, you have selling general administrative, you have all those things that go along with a product or a service. However, so you're making 200,000, taking out all those other factors. But as you scale to a million, and now you're at a 2x return on ad spend, you are now making a million. Even though you're making less return on ad spend, in real dollars, you're making five times more, okay, in profit, 200,000 versus another million. So don't get obsessed with return on ad spend. This is so important for everybody who's listening here, whether you're a consultant, whether you are a agency, whether you're an e-commerce business, whether you sell digital products, this is the reality of the situation here, guys. Like we see this everywhere. Never ever have I seen, well, I shouldn't say that. It's <laughs> one case, one customer, but that is a total unicorn where as we scale, return on ad spend decreases. Same thing goes with CPA, so cost per acquisition. So if you're spending at $100,000 a month and your target CPA is a $50 CPA cost per acquisition, chances are as you scale up to a million, your CPA will increase maybe by 50%, maybe by 100% at a million. But what you're doing with Facebook, and this is a monthly ad spend, is you are acquiring customers. That's the key here, guys. You are acquiring a customer. That's what Facebook is. It is not a freaking ATM, okay? You can't just put in your credit card and expect money to just flow out. What you're doing is you're acquiring people who buy your products. Then it's up to you to cross-sell them, upsell them. Okay, take care of them. If you're selling a membership site, keep them on board longer instead of, 
you know, maybe your content is only so good. Your churn is two to three months in if you're selling a membership site or some sort of software as a service. Invest those dollars back in retaining customers, okay? Especially if you have a returning or recurring revenue product. If you have a consumer product, a consumable good that they buy on a regular basis, we're on continuity products here in Segmar Beach, <laughs> you know, for all kinds of products, all right? Whether that's the iTunes thing that I pay every single month or the laundry detergent stuff that we buy. I don't even know the name of it, but anyway, it's through my friend Ryan, who's going to be here on the Perpetual Traffic Podcast shortly. It's like something that we consume every single month, okay? So he may, actually, he didn't pay anything to acquire me as a customer. He actually gave it to me for free and now I'm buying it from him. But anyway, the point is, is that the customer lifetime value is far more important than just your return on ad spend in your first 30 days, all right? That's an important thing for you to keep in mind. So think about Dollar Shave Club. There's another continuity program, okay? I don't even know what they charge, quite honestly, because my wife pays for it. But I believe it's about $10 a month for five or six cartridges of blades. Depends on how much you shave, how it works with your program. There's a lot of different factors that work into that. But the point is this, is that they paid, in this case, YouTube. I originally saw a YouTube ad and then bought their product for the very first time. And that was three years ago. And I'm still a customer today. So Digital media does one thing. It acquires customers. It's not a freaking ATM and don't confuse it. And if you're an agency and customers are beating you over the head with this, fight back on it. Because in this day, maybe back in 2013, 2014, 2015, you could get insane return on ad spends right out of the gate on Facebook. Today, you can't. Okay, so you have to be realistic and you have to look at it as a business owner would. There's competition that's out there. Okay, it's every single day. If you're not listening to this show every single week, you have to stay razor sharp to compete against the other guys, which include all the political ads that are coming on down the line in 2020 and beyond, as well as more and more people discover this awesome platform and realize holy crap, there's 2.89 billion people on the thing every single month. I should be there selling my stuff, getting in front of them. So don't be infatuated by return on ad spend. And we weren't with this customer. That's the reason why we were able to scale up this particular campaign is because they were not obsessed on a return on ad spend goal. What they were obsessed with is acquiring more customers, sometimes even at break even. They would accept break even, okay? Put a dollar in, get you know, a dollar back out because their product is a consumable product. Okay. It's a consumable. So you'll buy it once, then you'll want to buy it again because it happens to be really good. And they invest a lot in maintaining those customers, creating a community around what they're doing. They have a larger vision of what they do. The point is, is like, that's the key to success with Facebook ads, acquiring customers. If you can do it, acquiring those customers at break even, or even at a loss. We were speaking with a new potential customer today. He's like, hey, I lose 15 pounds per new customer for, in this case, his Google ads. He's like, I'm okay with that because I know they're going to continue to purchase it because I'm going to provide great service for them. So he's actually willing to go in the hole, maybe 20, 25% 
right, right out of the gate in the first 30 days because he knows he's playing the long game. His customers are going to stay around for years and years. So think about Facebook. Think about any social media advertising, any sort of digital advertising in that way. It's a business builder. It is not an ATM. And I think that's the third time I've said that because it's something that comes up a lot. And I think people have to understand it and be realistic when it comes to Facebook advertising and any social advertising in the digital age for that matter. All right, so let's tell you how we actually did this. So we were able to scale because we had a customer that was very realistic, okay? When they first started working with us, they were spending about $36,000 per month in Facebook ads. And you'll see this in the presentation at Traffic and Conversion Summit. And we didn't really even know what their return on ad spend was. We were estimating because their numbers and their tracking were actually so screwed up. It was probably about a 0.25. So they were spending 36000 and getting hmm, maybe about 8000 back. So it was not a good situation by any means. But the point was is that they understood they had to lose some money up front in order to figure out what works and what doesn't. And then really pour on the good stuff once you figure out a formula for success, which is exactly what this campaign is all about. Now, after they were spending over $809,000, they have since actually spent more than that, $809,000 in a month and with a return of $1.5 million. So their return on ad spend is roughly about 2x which at that level is actually very acceptable. So once again, we're not getting caught up with, oh, I need a 5X ROAS in order to stay in business. Well, if that's the case, you don't have a business. You don't. You need more offerings. You need to add to your order value. You need premium pricing. You need a product that will stand out in the marketplace so you can premium price. You need to have a good offer that's bundled with other things that other people don't have. You need some sort of distinct message these guys have that. Okay. And that's the key. It's a good product. It works. People love them. And they continue to add on new product offerings over time. They didn't do it all at once. They started with just one. Okay. It's a powdered green juice guys. And then they started adding other product extensions on top of it. They even have a new one for immunity, which is really helpful in this day and age right now, the stuff we're facing with coronavirus, which is obviously a great play for them as long as the product works, okay? It's a high quality product. That's the thing. So, and we at Tier 11, we don't work with customers who sell crap. We only work with customers who sell really good stuff and we really believe in it and have a higher purpose, quite honestly, for the betterment of the world. And that's really sort of what it's all about. Otherwise, you know, why even do it? We're just a bunch of thieves. So, which is not how we want to operate our business here. So at the end here, we're about 2X return on ad spend. Pretty good numbers. Like I said, 36,000 to 809,000. That's a 22X increase in ad spend from 0.32 return on ad spend to a 1.96, which is a 6X increase. So how did we do it? The way that this presentation actually works at TNC is we're going to go a deep dive into sort of a moment in time. It's sort of almost like a snapshot in time that we chose last fall just before the holiday season, which gives us realistic numbers for everyone. We don't want to inflate numbers with the post-holiday rush, any of that sort of stuff. We want to give you guys really realistic numbers, and that's how we explain it here I think that is important, especially if you're talking to people about how to realistically get 
return on your advertising dollar. Don't inflate your screenshots with crazy return on investment stuff. It's just, it's ridiculous. We see gurus doing this all the time. It's just total crap. So we tend to just tell people very much upfront, we're just going to be very honest with you and show you, yeah, this doesn't always work. And a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here today might not work for you either. The point is, is that we've tested over a half a billion dollars, half a billion with a B in ad spend in our lifetimes here on Facebook and Instagram ads. So we have a pretty good idea of what works. So the genesis of this structure for this campaign was based upon one of the episodes that we did way back on episode 145, which is the e-commerce ad amplifier. I'll leave that link inside the show notes. We started using this on just about every one of our ad accounts in the e-commerce space. Then we started using it in non-e-commerce. So for digital products, for services, for SaaS products, for local businesses, franchises, even tier 11 ads. And we started noticing that the same principles that we we're using inside the e-commerce ad amplifier actually worked for just regular businesses, non-e-commerce. So we relabeled this framework called the ad amplifier system. And that is what we will talk about here today. So the way in which we approach the ad amplifier is very tactical, okay? There's five levels of traffic that we use. And if you've listened to any of the episodes here on the ad amplifier or the e-com ad amplifier, you probably know some of which I'm gonna be talking about here, but it's a little bit of a twist here. We did this one a little bit differently. So if you say, ah, I've heard about the ad amplifier before, I don't need to hear about it. Well, you're mistaken because we've actually made some real refinements here that I think you're really gonna enjoy. So first off, the ad amplifier is based on five levels of traffic. Level one is cold traffic, okay? Doesn't know who you are. Level two is traffic that is engaged with you in some meaningful way. Maybe they've watched a percentage of your video. Maybe they've clicked through to your landing page but have gone no further. Maybe they've clicked through to your ad and gone to your collection page. Maybe they've clicked through on your ad to your page, your Facebook page, which you can actually do in the upper left-hand corner in the newsfeed. Or they've gone to your Instagram page, okay? But they've gone no further. They've lightly engaged with you. We refer to that as level two traffic. Level three traffic is when someone clicks from one of those pages and actually selects a specific product. So this is very easy to do for an e-commerce store because the view content event fires. These are the standard events that come standard, obviously, in the Facebook ad account. Really easy to install. When somebody selects a specific product, in this case, they have a number of different products, that one product or bundle of products will fire a view content event. We then capture that event and custom audiences and then retarget these people who have experienced that event with specific ads, which we'll get into in just a second. So that's level three. Don't worry if I'm, I'm going too fast here. We're going to review this a fair amount through today's show. So level three is view content or viewing a product. Level four is add to cart, which is also initiate checkout. So there's two different sort of standard events that happen here, but we just say add to cart. So somebody clicks on a product, but then adds it to cart, but maybe doesn't purchase. Well, surprise, surprise, everybody, about 90 plus percent, especially on mobile, of people who go to your site are gonna abandon at this stage. So don't get depressed. 
have a strategy, you know, <laughs> getting bummed out is not a strategy that 90% of people who add to cart never complete their order. It happens to everybody. You can certainly improve those percentages by going back and listening to some of the episodes that we did with Tanner Larson, awesome guys over at Bill Grow Scale. But the point is, is yes, you need to have a strategy in place with your Facebook ads. So that's level four. Somebody who's added to cart. Level five is somebody who purchases. And like I say, you know, at level five, you're not done. <laughs> you actually, at level five, you still have a fair amount of stuff to do. It's like I said before, it's like Facebook is not an ATM. You're acquiring a customer. Just because you acquired a customer once, it's like the game isn't over. Now you need to make sure that they consume the content. They consume the product. Your customer service department reaches out to them. You have an email sequence. You have ads that help them consume the product. Maybe at day 30 or day 45 or day 60, when they run out of your product, you have ads then that cross-sell or upsell them, get them to refill. So the whole process here in the ad amplifier system is talking to people and putting assets or ads in front of them based upon their level of engagement. Okay, and in this particular case study, we had a little bit of a twist on the ad amplifier system, okay? We actually did not separate out all the levels individually. We actually bunched some of them together. Now, each level of traffic, we use different assets, okay? And for most of these here, we use probably our most, I would say, popular kind of assets, and that's why this is a great case study because it really boils things down from what is a fairly complex looking chart into something that's actually really simple, something that you can implement on your own. So for level one traffic, we use about eight different templates. Okay, we use two in this one, in this case study. In level two, we have about six different templates we typically use. We used uh, anywhere between three to five of those. And then level three and level four, we actually used three different ones there. And then after they purchased, then we used three different templates as well. So in total, we used about 12 or 13 templates, if my math is correct. And all of these are things that you can use and you can do as well, because they're all simple. You don't have to start with 13. You can actually start with maybe two or three. That's the beauty of the ad amplifier system. So once again, this is a snapshot in time. So let's get into level one. Let's dig a little bit deeper as to what we did for our level one traffic for this customer. So like I said, we've got the eight templates that we have actually talked about in previous episodes. If you do want to go back to episode 222 and 223, we go through a lot of these ad templates on level one traffic. We'll obviously leave those links inside the show notes here. So on level one traffic, we always say in tier 11, well, you know, if we can break even or thereabouts on level one traffic, we know that the ad amplifier system is going to come up with the rest of the return on ad spend and make up for it, especially at levels two through five. So for this snapshot in time from late last year, prior to Cyber Monday, Black Friday, or Black Friday, Cyber Monday, however, which way you want to say it. And prior to the holiday season, which is a big rush, usually, especially for these types of products, we were spending on average about half of our monthly ad spend. 
about $500,000 per month on our ads. Okay. So I'm going to break this down for you really sort of simply. So the objective that we had on our level one campaigns, the objective, the only objective we used was conversion. Okay. The conversion objective. We were not using catalog sales. We were not using traffic. We weren't using engagement. We weren't using any other objective, but conversion or website conversion as a lot of people still refer to it as. Mostly our campaigns were CBO, campaign budget optimization. And you can go back a few episodes with Molly and I when we discussed how we're both using campaign budget optimization right now. Most of our daily budgets were really big. Okay, these were $3,000 to $5,000 a day. Uh, by some standards now, those are actually not really big budgets, but on average, we were using big daily budgets at $3,000 to $5,000 a day. We had a fair amount of campaigns in that month in late 2019 at level one. We actually had probably more than we should have, in my opinion. We had 28 campaigns live. Now, a lot of them were sort of shifting in and out. They weren't always live. We were doing a lot of testing, so that was part of it. But the point was is that this was a little bit more complex than I think it actually needed to be with 28 campaigns live. You should probably have no more than three to five, if not less, maybe one or two level one campaigns going with large budgets or as large as you need in order for your individual ad sets to get between 50 to 100 conversions per ad set per week. Now, when I say conversions per ad set per week, it's exactly what I mean. So if you're using CBO, for example, and you have a $10 average CPA, okay, each one of your ad sets in your CBO campaign should be at least at $100 on average per ad set. So if you have five ad sets, your campaign budget should be at least $500. Okay, let me say that again. So, if you've got if you've got a $10 CPA, okay, on average each ad set should be getting about 7 to 10 conversions a day. That's about 50 to 100 conversions per week. So, if you have five ad sets in your CBO campaign, you should have a daily budget for your CBO campaign at about 500 at least. Okay, that way each one of the ad sets can get at least 10 conversions per ad set per day. Now, there's a lot of variation to this. Obviously, Molly and I have talked about this quite in depth. It obviously has a lot of factors that enter into this whole equation here, but just on average using that as a rule of thumb, that will get you in a good spot. So in the case of this customer, their average cost per acquisition was about $78, 70 to $100 at level one. So we needed big daily budgets. And that's why we had those three to $5,000 per day of big daily budgets for our campaign budget optimized campaigns, okay? So larger budgets, the better, especially after you do your initial testing. And make sure you go back to episode 239 and 240. We're going to cross-reference a lot of episodes here because this is a big, chunky campaign. And there's a lot of perpetual traffic episodes that you can lean heavily on to fill in the gaps and some of the things that we're discussing here on today's show. So level one, we're still on level one. Okay, so at the ad set level, we were optimizing for a purchase event 
we had some demographic stratification, meaning we had some ad sets that were actually in age ranges of 25 to 34, 35 to 44, that kind of thing. We were using that in some cases, it was US only. We had some with minimum daily ad spend, but we also did this, and Molly and I have discussed this before, is we used our best squished audiences, meaning, so for example, we pulled together all our buyers and product buyers, 1% and 2% lookalikes, and pushed them all together, squished them all together. Thank you for that one, Ezra Firestone. We squished them into as least amount of ad sets as we possibly could. In a lot of our campaigns, we only had about four to five to six ad sets live. Another one was a certain type of food. That was a 54 million person audience. The next one was a certain type of lifestyle, which was 56 million. And then because we're selling an organic green juice, we had a juicing interest grouping, which was about 25 million. So we had big audiences here with the smallest audience being the all buyer, product buyer, squished lookalike audience, which was the smallest at just around 10 million. But all the other ones were in high double digits as far as their audience reach. Really big audiences, really big scale. So on our ad levels, we're using about 10 ads per ad set. All right. And this is actually the key to how this whole thing works with the ad amplifiers that we use what's referred to as ad groupings. And Angela and I have talked about this quite a bit on our What's Working Now episodes in the last couple of months here on Perpetual Traffic. But ad groupings are about 10 ads per ad set. Now, Facebook typically will choose, you know, anywhere between two to 10 to show in your ad set itself. So the larger the budget, the more ads they will show. But expect Facebook to pick a couple. In most cases, it's really, it's some of our video ads that get the most impressions, but we have a number of different ad types in the ad level. Okay, so we're breaking this down by campaign. We start with that first, then we start about with ad sets, what our targeting was, and now at our ad level. So on average, in the ad level, we had about 10 ads per ad set, and we had different ad types. We had carousels, we had teach and pitch videos. And if you don't know what that is, make sure that you go back to episode 223, where I get into excruciating detail on exactly what a teach and pitch video is. But it is one of the most powerful video ad types that we use. We also use pure education videos, which is in that episode as well, as well as images. So we use different ad types. That's the key with this, is that people are seeing video, they're seeing carousels, they're seeing images, they're seeing groupings together, not the same thing. Not everybody watches video. Some people just like to click stuff and read, believe it or not. Uh, and some people like to watch GIFs or short videos, longer videos. So mix it up at the ad level and use what we refer to as ad groupings. It's one of the keys to scale and it certainly worked well with this one. So the carousel ads, very important. Teach and pitch video ads, which we used as motion to start, then they teach and then there's a pitch at the end. Pure education video ads typically start with motion and a product and then it calls out a problem and then it gives some credibility and then it educates and then pitches the product and then with a testimonial kind of call to action at the end. 
image ads are pretty straightforward, just cool product images with good ad copy and lots of emojis. And those are the ones that work the best at level one. And like I said, if you're not familiar with some of those video ad types, make sure that you do go back to episode 222 and 223 to uh, refresh your memory on all those different video ad templates. So on next week's show, we're going to show you exactly how we leveraged all this level one traffic into level two, three, four, and five. And there's a little twist here because we do something in level three and four that we typically don't do. And it's something that we've never talked about here on the show. So make sure you do not miss it as well as we're going to reveal a new level two video ad template, which we've never talked about before. And it's absolutely crushing on level two traffic. We're testing it right now on level one traffic. So make sure that you tune in to next week's episode on episode 245. So that is the end of part one of how we 22X'd an e-commerce customer's Facebook ad spend while 6X increasing their return on ad spend. And for everything that we discussed here on today's show, all the resources, all the URLs, all the goodies, head on over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 244. Until next week, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic, For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.